I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Back to live, Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. In the commercial break, we have received some breaking news information. This coming from Brigham Young University. The school has been contacted by Utah County Health Department officials to notify them that the university uh, has been exposed to an individual diagnosed with COVID-19. How? They attended the basketball game uh, against Gonzaga on February 22nd, 2020. That game, of course, taking place at the Marriott Center. Uh, Brigham Young University officials have received word from Utah County Health Department officials notifying them that an individual who has since been diagnosed with COVID-19, that's the coronavirus, was in attendance uh, at the game against Gonzaga on February 22nd, which took place at the Marriott Center. There are many more details coming in on that. We'll continue to cover it, uh, picking things up during Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news. I want to offer one more update, this time uh, not here in the state of Utah, but coming from Washington, D.C. I've been mentioning over the past hour or so a meeting taking place in the U.S. Capitol uh, attended by the chiefs of staff of the various offices uh, in Washington, D.C., in Congress. uh, And I have gotten word now of some of the details. This coming from Corey Norman, who serves as chief of staff for Representative John Curtis. Uh, Corey tells me every big player was there. Uh, The chief architect, the sergeant-at-arms, the attending physician, uh, all of uh, the leaders of Congress. They uh, they are encouraging each office to come up with a plan to work remotely, especially in the district offices. Those district offices, if you don't know, uh, each member of Congress has various offices situated around their home state and their home district. Uh, The encouragement from the leaders there in Congress today being that each member come up with a plan for the staffers at the district level uh, to work remotely. Uh, They've also set up a location in one of the office buildings to help uh, develop each plan uh, for uh, the various offices. Uh, It was also revealed that cleaning crews are going over multiple times a day uh, along with replacements for much of the equipment where, uh, you know, if this thing can live, the coronavirus, if it can live on a a surface, uh, these would be the surfaces uh, prone to to house it. So that's being cleaned up. Lastly, uh, no information on closing as of now, but leadership is looking at how to operate if things escalate each office is to is up to itself uh, it's whether or not they close or scale back operations one of the in- interesting things you learn in congress is that each member of congress is essentially autonomous unto themselves operating as their own independent unit and so the uh, policies the hr policies uh, compensation everything is uh, up to that member in consultation with the chief of staff Last thing I would point out on this front is that there is right now zero truth to the rumor that the calendar uh, would be altered. The calendar uh, reference to when the members of Congress get together to vote on various things. There uh, earlier, in fact, I was on the receiving end of uh, of this rumor and may have discussed it with you earlier today. But the latest word from this meeting in Congress that there is zero truth to the rumor that the calendar would be altered. So when the members right now are expected to vote, uh, that expectation 
position will remain. So that's the update from the meeting uh, there uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, we have also just now shared with you that Brigham Young University is aware of an individual who had tested positive for this COVID-19 coronavirus, was in attendance when BYU faced and defeated Gonzaga at the Marriott Center on February 22nd of this year. So that's the, the coronavirus update. Now, let's continue with this conversation. My guest in studio is a great friend of mine, uh, Shelby Hinsey. She is a producer for KSL Television. She produces uh, a newscast for the KSL Television app, KSL+. Plus. Uh, she also produces Sunday Edition that's hosted by Doug Wright. And so she's she's like one of these mover and shaker types. She, every week, is responsible for bringing the biggest names uh, in Utah and around the country here into this building. In fact, it was you uh, who arranged uh, one of the only interviews with Mitt Romney not long after he uh, made it known how he would be voting uh, in the impeachment proceedings against the president. Uh, so that's that's Shelby Hinsey. Uh, she's a big deal. She's an influencer type, and she recently was invited to travel out to California uh, to deliver a message at uh, a summit where some of these folks that uh, do uh, work in the social media sphere uh, get together to share ideas and uh, best practices and stuff, and uh, she wasn't able to. We learned in the last segment that she, uh, due to an abundance of caution, uh, health, uh, she stayed home. Uh, and uh, because I I wanted to hear the message, I wanted to know what it was she had to share, and I know she prepared a message, I invited her here onto this program to share that message with us uh, that you weren't able to share out in California. Yeah, so we're just going to do a really quick I'm so sorry. You probably version. planned like 45 no. minutes to an hour, and you have about four minutes. No, it's all right. That's all right. what... That's what being a producer is, right? Being Absolutely. able to condense, you know, a ton of information very quickly. Um, so the this top the speech that I was supposed to give, um, ironically, is called "You Can Do Anything You Put Your Mind To Until You Can't." Okay. Um, which you know the irony in that is that I had to take my own advice and listen to my body and decide that you know this illness that I was facing at the time, um, and still trying to kind of recover from now, um. It wasn't worth putting myself more at risk. And I think that this is something that we think about a lot of times in this, um, especially as a millennial, we've been told you know, our whole lives, you are special. You can do anything. Absolutely you right. You are so important. Um, and there, there comes a point when I've noticed in a lot of um, talking with friends that we've realized that that's not entirely true. Um, a lot of us are just going to be kind of average. And that's okay. Um, so first of all, accepting that, that you know, we can't all be CEOs and we're not all going to be Olympic gymnasts and we're not going to be uh, the president. That's just not going to happen. But um, and, and accepting that there are things outside of our control as well that prevent us from uh, accomplishing those goals. They're often physical. You know, I, um, I use a wheelchair. I am not going to be an Olympic gymnast. And, you know, as much as you want to tell me that I can accomplish anything, that's just not going to happen. Mm. And that's okay. Um, accepting the fact that it's okay to, you know, what you can do. I would say I can't do everything, but what I can do is enough. Sure. Um, and accepting that. Um, there's physical barriers that prevent us from accomplishing things. There's financial barriers that prevent us from doing everything we want to do. I would love to go on vacation all the time. You know, I just can't afford to do that. Um, no matter how much money I scrimp and save and 
how many times I don't go to Target. Sure. You know, that's just not going to happen. Um, there's societal barriers. You know, they're accepting that there are things in our society that make it more difficult um, to accomplish our, the goals that we want to accomplish. Um, like I said in the last uh, segment, you know, the fact that so many people right now don't have paid uh, sick leave or aren't guaranteed that they will – they'll have a job when they come back, but that aren't guaranteed that they will be paid for the time that they need to take off. Um, you know, there are things like that that um, we have to recognize are in our society. And then there's, you know, familial obligations that people have, you know, children and uh, parents and things like that that uh, are going to keep people from accomplishing their goals. So really just accepting that we need to, that it's okay, um, you know, not everything, you're not going to be able to accomplish everything you want to, and that's all right, and being happy with what you can accomplish. Shelby Hinsey, thank you so much. I'm sorry that you weren't able to travel to California to deliver that message at the Alt Summit, but I am proud of you uh, for preparing it, and I'm proud of you for making the hard decision uh, to stay behind, both for your health and the health of others. Uh, It's a great message you deliver here.